Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 26. It's Monday, August 10th, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. me today i got laddie host of laddie lucky and hope in the morning on q107.5 yeah man that's what's up what up also nothing much great also bo is here what's up how's it going yeah he came in at the last minute (laughs) yeah i was was wondering y'all started started on time i started on time yeah we all just started on time <laughs> bo is my friend of 20 years and i'm happy you're here today yeah glad glad to be here all right guys look today we've got grizzly stuff we've got our pick game recap between denver and portland we've got a little other nba news i watched some games uh, I think you guys probably watched some games. Let's try to have a little fun today. As always, folks can reach us on Twitter at House of Hoops. It's H A U S of Hoops. And we're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us at 901 300 6575. Thank you, everybody, for listening. What's up, guys? How are you doing? Good, good, good. You're doing well. Yeah. We had a little little bit of a late start. We better get going into it here. Um, anybody got anything to report on this week before we get into hoops? Uh, no, it's been a pretty normal week here in the Twin Cities, which is pretty normal for pandemic standards. I started uh, getting ready for winter by setting mouse mice trap mouse traps in my garage I've, i think i've gotten five or six mice holy cow already wow yeah i saw one in my garage the other night and then i started setting the traps and the traps haven't triggered in the last couple of nights so hopefully i've taken a dent out of the population as it gets cold that those those fuckers like to move in indoors so i'm trying to to get rid of them yeah 
We don't have a lot of rodents where I live. We got a bunch of no, dude. You have a ton of rodents. We got we got these not in my neighborhood. We got these all these feral cats. Oh, that would take care of them. You got to have rats though. Memphis has rats. Yeah, definitely. But I don't really see them around my uh, in my neighborhood. I don't see them in the street or anything like that. Got a lot of cats though. We got so many cats. Sometimes they fight and they kill each other. I don't know if they're killed. Maybe they're fighting raccoons or something. I don't know. Who would win in a fight? Probably pretty close. Yeah. I had to clean one of them, one of their carcasses up last year. I didn't even know it was back there. My neighbor complained about the smell. (laughs) (laughs) I went out in the backyard. It was disgusting. (laughs) There was a bunch of fur all over the place and it reeked. You know, I shoveled its carcass into a box, threw it in the trash can. Laddie, did you do anything this week? Uh, I had to move some stuff. That sucks. I hate moving. Yeah, moving. Just had to move. Yeah, I had, to, well, I had to move some stuff from my dad. Oh, okay. And from his stuff to my house and just, I hate moving. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. It, it was, and it was like at 7 o'clock in the morning too, which is horrible. Rise and shine. <laughs> Man, rise and grind was up. Rise and grind. I think that's been used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get into it let's start with our pick game the pick game of the week was on thursday it was portland versus denver the line was portland by four and a half portland won by 10 125 to 115 portland looks good they're only a half game behind the grizzlies for the eighth playoff spot both of these teams are pretty good they got some key pieces veteran pieces i didn't see a lot of Jokic. he only played 23 minutes yeah i noticed that that Plumley was in there late yeah i don't know what that was about if that was offense defense what was that they were probably just trying to loosen his load a little bit would be my guess lighten it up yeah maybe yeah it's possible i didn't really hear or read anything about that why that happened. yeah it was one of the things i wanted to look at but I did not, yeah. unfortunately, deep dive into the rotation and why the Jokic. I guess I could have watched Malone's press conference after the game. He probably would have talked about it, but Maybe. did not. One guy that stood out to me was Gary Trent Jr. in the game. Yeah, he's been really good. Yeah. And not just in that game, but all during the bubble. Yeah, he's yeah. he's leading the NBA in the bubble for three-point shooting. He shot 7 of 10 he, from three in that game. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's 70%. Bo, what did you get out of that game? Uh, one of the big things that I, I got out of it was the, they had three of their main wings out, the Nuggets did. Barton, Gary Harris, who's one of their best perimeter defenders, and Jamal Murray were all out of that game. But I thought that really highlighted how good the Nuggets have been at getting players because they've traded away Malik Beasley to the Timberwolves. And they had Monte Morris playing pretty good minutes, and he's good. I mean, he looks like a good NBA player. And then Michael Porter Jr. has just been lighting up the bubble, which, I mean, like they, how many wings do these guys have? It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So with those guys being out, I mean, I think that was that was likely the difference in the game. Uh, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the Blazers. The Blazers are really, really playing great basketball. But I do think that having th- your top three wings out is. When a, when a Blazers team is trying to claw into the playoffs, that's that's going to really hurt your chances of winning a one-off game. 
like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And they missed a lot of people, and they still kind of hung tight with them, you know? I mean, by 10 points, it's pretty good. I mean, Denver's deep. I guess it just shows that Denver's really deep. I was talking shit about that guy, Michael Porter Jr., like a couple weeks ago, probably two months ago. Yeah. I was talking so much trash about that guy, dude. He lit it up, man. He's been doing really, really well, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for his back or his knee to explode, but apparently that's not going to happen. Yeah, he's uh, he's rolling right now. He's getting the minutes. Are they, do you think they're resting any of their players, or are their players kind of hurt? It's hard to say what they're doing with Barton. He has some sort of injury that he's babysitting, I guess. I don't really know what's going on with Barton. For a minute, I was curious if he like had coronavirus before. And he's like, I think Barton had some knee thing or something. Yeah. He was playing before, back in March, he was playing and he's playing really well. Right. He's had some sort of like knee soreness or something. I forget forget what it is. You know, another thing about Jokic not playing late, it could have been they were kind of resting him or maybe Plumlee and Nurkic have some beef and and Mike Malone was just trying to get under Nurkic's skin. You know, that Nurkic was obviously on the Nuggets. Uh, I don't know that speculating maybe they were holding him out so he he wouldn't maybe try to go too hard at Nurkic yeah it could be that too they just wanted to yeah bull bull has filled in I yeah guess. he's I mean, he, he doesn't even know what he's doing and he has he's good <laughs> <laughs> um real quick on michael porter jr that dude i mean i've heard this expression he's just he's on a pogo stick he's quick he's young his shots are going down He's crafty around the rim. He runs kind of weird. <laughs> the way he runs, he looks real stiff. Like and his like his back doesn't move. I don't know what that is. It, it looks weird. Maybe it's just me. He runs kind of goofy, but his game has been beyond what we thought it would be. Uh, anybody? I've been really impressed. I've been real impressed with him. Yeah, he just couldn't get on the court earlier in his right. career. I mean, now he looks like. One of the best players on that team. It's crazy. But I hate, well, I hate that though. When people are like, they hype up somebody and then they get hurt and you don't get to see them. Sometimes I just immediately think they're kind of a bust. But, you know, this dude completely changed my mind. He looks good. And it'll be interesting to see what his minutes do when they do get some of their other players back. If they let them them keep playing. Uh, He had more minutes than anybody that game, by the way, on that team. I noticed that he got a lot of run. He wasn't in there at the end of the game, though. Like, at the last few minutes, he was not in the game. So I don't know if that's telling at all. Bull, bull. Dude, if you're if he's guarding you, you cannot shoot a mid-range jumper. No, he'll just swap that. Unless you're, like, a seven-footer and you're fading away. Bull, bull's reach is seven-foot-eight. <laughs> you can't. I saw Melo get one blocked, and Melo was like, damn. <laughs> like, you could tell he released it really high. <laughs> Here's a little bit of from the Nuggets broadcast some Bull Bull trivia. They said he's the tallest Nugget to ever make a three pointer at seven foot two. And then the previous was someone that was seven foot one. You want to try and guess who it was? Uh, Dick Kemi Montumbo? He never no. shot a three. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Was it, uh, was it, um, uh, uh, oh, crap. What was the guy? He went number two in the draft behind Jordan, Sam, Sam Bowie. No, it was, was Timothy Mozgov. You guys were never going to guess it. Uh, Mozgov, okay. No. Yeah. I forgot he played there. Yeah. Next up was going to be like Chris Anderson or something. But he never shot a three. But he's like, six, remember he's 6'11 from Blaine Junior College. Or he's, oh, he's eight feet wide. 
what was it? Eight feet tall, 300 feet wide or something. Good <laughs> Lord. What else do we get out of that game? Uh, I want to kind of talk about Anthony Simmons. Yeah, he was good too. He's not getting a lot of play. He was a player I, I was looking at before the stoppage in play. You know, he's a good guy to have around. I think he's a young little project, but I think he's going to be a player. I think he can shoot the three. He's not scared to shoot, that's for sure. I'll be looking at him down the road. He'll be a player in the league, I think, for a while. Let's talk about Portland a little bit. Dame had probably his best game in the, the bubble. He had 45 points, 12 assists, three steals. He was 11 of 18 from three. When he's playing like this, when he has games like that, he is so fun to watch. In the third quarter, he played super well. It looked like everything he shot went in. He's just out there just cruising. I love Dame. He's a rock. He's so solid when he's on the court. He's cool, calm, and he's clutch. It's just so much fun to watch when he's rolling like that. Looks unstoppable. He's not, like, I don't think he's scared of the Lakers if they meet in the first round. Like, a lot of people are scared to pick Portland in the playoffs. But I might say that, I mean, that's a really good matchup. I might say that Portland can beat the Lakers. Yeah, I think they could. It'll it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people are scared to stick their neck out on that one. We we still don't know if the Lakers have been playing at full speed or half speed. They're losing games, but I don't think it really matters to them. They know they know when it playoffs come, they're going to turn it up. Yeah, I'm not convinced that the Blazers can beat the Lakers, but as far as all those teams jockeying for the eighth position, they would give them the most trouble. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Let's see. So coming back, coming down to the end of the game, the Nuggets had a lead with five and a half to go in the game. Then you saw Nurkic. He was kind of looking a little tired towards the end of that game, around four minutes left. But then Portland just turned it up. They got really aggressive on the defensive end. Then Nurkic had like this big crazy dunk that really looked like it fired everybody up. And then they played good defense. Gary Trent was hitting threes. Next thing you know, Portland's up 10. And Michael Porter Jr. is not out there. And Dame is just controlling the game. He's burning clock on the offensive end. He's driving to the rim. He's kicking out or he's scoring. He just makes it look so easy. And they ended up with the win. It looked like Dame just kind of took it over. And I think he realized that was a, every game has been big for Portland. And... Dame, not by himself, but collectively, they've looked really good. Anything else on that? Um, well, other, uh, yeah. Forgot to add, Millsap was also out for the Nuggets. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. also highlights the Nuggets' crazy depth, too. I mean, they had like four guys, four like big rotation guys out. Mm-hmm. And do you know what, what Millsap's jersey says What's in the that? bubble? What's that? He has a vote. And then the number four, and then underneath that's his last name. So it says vote for for Millsap. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't make that observation. I saw it on Twitter, and I don't know who said that. When you start looking at the jersey numbers, it kind of changes some of the messages. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but 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 I think I think the craziest thing is the first day all the jerseys they just had that on there. And then all of a sudden, the next day, they have their last names on the bottom of the jersey because no one knew who the hell nobody was. <laughs> I, I like that they did that because I was like, who is this? 
I kept thinking Gary Trent Jr. was uh, Patty Mills because Patty Mills used to play for the Blazers. <laughs> right? It's just very weird when you're when you're out at a restaurant and you're yelling, oh, dude, look at that pass by quality. Oh, my God. Look, look at that. Say their names. He just dunked. You're like, you, you don't know who it is. You just read the back of the jersey, you know? Yeah. But you're going to restaurants and watching basketball and yelling? <laughs> uh, no. So. <laughs> too, many, too, many, hey man, too many beers. No, yeah, I mean, that's obviously not the message they're trying to put across, but imagine you're a little kid watching a basketball game and you don't have the names on the jerseys. And he's like, wait, he, you know, it's harder, harder for like a little kid to follow along, especially, you know. Here's one thing that go it goes along that, and I was kind of I maybe want to get y'all's take on it, but like a lot of the players that kind of stood up for like LeBron James, he doesn't have a message on his, mm-hmm. but he was one of the voices. He's one of the main voices of any NBA player to speak out about the injustice, and then he's the one who's not putting it on there. Do y'all think that's kind of weird or not? Or no, I don't think it's weird. Not if he's like giving money and. Yeah. Didn't he do something with some like voters' rights foundation? I mean, if he's doing something in some other capacity, some of it I think is that they're kind of saying there's more than just one way to reach out to people. Maybe I don't have to put that on my name to support the cause, or put that on my jersey to support the cause. Like we have to do more than just that, you know? Like I know Paul George doesn't have a name. It seems like some of these all-star guys don't have names on theirs. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them don't, and then a lot of, and then some of them do. You yeah, know, and that's like obviously, okay. like, like like Booker's got his. Yeah, I, I just wanted to know if he thought it was a little bit odd. I thought it was a little bit odd. If you're going to stand up, stand up, stand up, and it's like, here, here's your opportunity to make a statement. Oh, I'm not going. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of thought that was a little bit like, why are you going to stop here when this is kind of when you really need to do it? I look in at my it, opinion. I look at it as there's more than one way to make a statement. You don't have to do every single little thing like putting right. I, I don't think maybe he doesn't think that ha- makes a big effect like it's not that important to him i don't know right. i can't get in bronze head there's probably yeah, yeah, some yeah. reason it's probably like they this thing is bigger than just names on the back of the jersey he's he's donating right. he's doing so much in other aspects i thought it was kind of odd i just figured he he would do that but you know you would right. think everyone would but some guys that, that's aren't. kind of the thing. Yeah, it's kind of the thing. I mean, some guys aren't, some guys are, whatever. You know, I maybe, figured, you know. Maybe he doesn't agree with all the mess, like them limiting the messages for the jerseys. I don't know. That's true. Like, well, I'll tell you the. It's like, hey, I'm well, not wearing thing, any of your messages. I'll wear, if you could let me choose my own message, I would wear that. Right. Like, maybe it's something to do with that. Who knows? I think the coolest thing is that the guys from overseas have it written in their language. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest thing, I think. I saw that, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, that's that, that goes beyond, I don't know, just America, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That's like a worldly kind of kind of a thing. So it doesn't matter where you're at. It's basically saying this is – I thought it was super cool that they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It is not just in America where this movement is taking place. It is right, all over the right. world. And I, I, I thought that was cool, too. I'm with you on that. I think that pretty much wraps it up for the pick game this week. Portland won. They look good if we weren't already done with that. <laughs> Let's see. There's only a couple games left for each team in the bubble. Play-in games. The play-in tournaments begin Saturday, this Saturday. The playoffs should begin a week from today on Monday. 
The draft lottery will be the week after next on the 25th, which is, you know, not much to talk about with the draft lottery. Whatever happens, happens. So fun to watch, though. Last year was just, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The Pelicans and the Kings were eliminated from playoff contention this week. Yeah. Yeah, the Pelicans just kind of fell flat. The Kings were who we thought they were going to be, basically. Yeah. They were who they, we thought they were going to be. Yes, right. They weren't. Denny, Denny Green. Well, I, you know, I, 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 all the hype, all the hype was Zion, Zion, Zion. Dude, they threw Morant to the side a little bit, and they said Zion, 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 and then there you go. <laughs> he looked great against the Grizzlies. Shit. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good against them. Let's see. We were kind of wanting to watch Portland a little bit. Tuesday, Portland beat Houston. Harden looked super tired after that game. Thursday, Portland beat Denver. Saturday, the Blazers lost to the Clippers. The Clippers were super shorthanded, and the Blazers lost. That was an interesting one. Uh, Paul George didn't even play in the fourth quarter. No Kawhi, no Pat Bev, no Montrezl. Portland's got some games coming up. Portland's got Dallas tomorrow, and then Thursday they've got the Nets. Portland could easily... If the Grizzlies don't win one of these games against the Celtics or the Bucks this week, Portland will move into that eight spot potentially, and the and the Grizzlies will have to play in to the playoffs. Maybe. I mean, that's even if we get in that area. You know, I, I was looking at this. There's four teams from eight to eleven, and they're all a half game away from each other. You win two of the, you win two of those games, and one of those teams loses two. You're, you may be in the eighth spot yourself or in the ninth spot yourself. Yeah, I mean, the Suns, but the Grizzlies need to win one game or they're going to be outside the playoffs is the point. Like, Right, and, right. And potentially trying to play in. Yeah, it could be the, Sp- the Spurs playing in against yeah. against the Blazers. Yeah, that's true. But if the Grizzlies win one game, that's all they got to do is win one game. They just got to win one out of those two. Well, what's his name's out? Uh, Giannis is out right now the bright side for the Grizzlies on that would be if Giannis and Middleton and maybe Bledsoe took some rest those three guys only played about 16 minutes for the Bucks against the Nets on Tuesday it could be some roster protection going on there hopefully the Grizzlies can win even if those guys sit out <laughs> I don't know <laughs> those guys could sit out and DiVincenzo could go off or whoever and they could still end up losing. So I don't know. The Grizzlies, they they're they're having a tough go at it. You know, they've lost Justice Winslow, Jaron Jackson Jr. went down this week, and Tyus Jones being out has been huge. They're well, you, up against it for sure. San Antonio has Houston tomorrow, and then Thursday they got Utah. Those are gonna be tough games. Yeah, I think they're gonna lose at least one of those games. I want to talk about the Grizzlies in a little bit here in just a minute one thing that we didn't talk about last week that i meant to bring up was that jonathan isaac injury oh yeah tore his acl i think it was really disappointing that was brutal that guy has worked so hard to get back and he was playing really well it's just a bummer that guy man i hope he heals right it's the same knee that he had trouble with earlier in the year let's get into the grizzlies let's talk grizz you guys, I hope, watch some games. They've not been shooting well. Let's see. They lost to the Pelicans. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies look like straight-up dog shit. 
missing threes. Grayson Allen's looked good. Been he looks fantastic. Yeah. He's the silver lining for the Grizzlies throughout through this whole thing. I always thought he was going to come around just because he's a shooter and they need that. And this is his sink or swim moment in the league. Sure is. Yeah. In my head, I had kind of bet that he was going to figure it out because he's surprisingly athletic and he's a good shooter. So I just, I just figured he would, mm-hmm. he would figure it out. He can play. He can jump out of the gym. He can dunk like the ball. Him. Hell yeah, he can. He's good. I like watching him play. Yeah. His, his intensity has been a welcome sight. And the Grizzlies played four games this week, lost three, won one. They beat the Thunder by like 30 points somehow. I don't know what the hell. They were down big in the first quarter, down like 34 to 17. And I'm thinking, great, here we go again, you know. But uh, Jenkins called, called some early timeouts, which I liked. Made Looks like he's looking for more in-game adjustments. Tuna looked good. DeAnthony Melton, Tuna Melt, Tuna, he looked good. And yeah, he uh, has been looking it, better. Yeah, he's looked a little better each game. It looks like he's getting his rhythm back. We were blindsided by the news of Jaron Jackson's knee injury on Tuesday. Um, yeah. yeah. I love Jaron, but, man, he's got to prove he can play a whole season. So many people think he's the truth, and so many, so many people already love him so much. But, I mean, before I can care as much as they do, like, I need to see this dude play like, and not foul out of every game and not get hurt all the time. Just would really like to see him play better. Uh, hopefully, right. he, it's a small injury. It's a little meniscus little thing. They'll scope it out. Hopefully, he'll be back by the beginning of next season, whenever the hell that is. They're yeah. Pl- I mean, they're planning for December, but who knows? Yeah, and then you got to think, if he does it now, that's August, September, October, November, December. That's five, six months away. So it's like five months away. They get it now. They need to take care of him. It's easy to see why people like this guy with Jaron, but I need to see him play like a game, a, a style of game that's sustainable. Like, I don't know if a guy his size can play like a guard all the time. I'm not sure if his body can keep that up, and how long can he do that? I don't know. I think it's how many knee surgeries. I mean, Westbrook is smaller, but Westbrook has had how many knee surgeries and meniscus stuff, and he's still Westbrook. I mean, Jaron's only twenty years old. He turns twenty-one in September in a month. Yeah, in six six weeks, five weeks. The Grizzlies have played something like sixty-eight games this year. He played fifty-seven of them this year. He only played fifty-eight last year. I mean, if he would have torn his meniscus. When he was at Michigan State, he still would have been drafted in the same spot, and he would have been recovered by now. We wouldn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. So a guy like Jaron, you're looking at his salary, and you're thinking he's probably going to be a max player, right? Oh, definitely. Okay, so he's got he's averaging 14 points last year, and he's averaging 17 this year. I'm not trying to be negative, but are, those aren't max numbers. So what are they doing, going on potential? Yeah, I guess. And, and then when you look at his potential – can he keep it up the way he plays? What's the future? Show but, me. You know, that just show kinda, me what you can do. I don't know. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just people are so in love with Jaron, and it's like, dude, he, like I just need to see more of him playing. Right. I need to see him become like a guy that you can lean on, a guy that's consistent and that plays more than fifty something games a year. I don't know. Am I asking for too much? No, because you live in Memphis and they give a lot of money to players that don't do shit. I mean, you know, I, it, I that that's my thing too. Like I, I look at ball players as 
I mean, they're an investment for sure, right? And then you got to be like, all right, the longevity on this. But you're going on potential. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, they did the same thing with Bryant Reeves to give him a big contract. Boom, he's out. Then Chandler Parsons, well, he's got a lot of potential. You know, that back is good. He's going to be great for us. Nope. You can go on and on and on about players who they spent money and they never really did anything. And I think that's kind of the, the problem with the Gri- or being a Grizz fan is like, like well, you're going to give this dude a max contract. And I agree. He's, on, he's getting double digits, but he's getting low double digits. Is he going to be worth it? Or because th- that, that, that timetable is in what, two years now? Mm-hmm. Y'all are so, crazy. Y'all are just flat crazy. What's I up? mean, he averaged 25 points a game on the, just in three games in the bubble that he did play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played 36, almost 37 minutes a night. So if, is he, if he's healthy, is he going to be a 25-point-a-game scorer? He took nine, almost nine-and-a-half three, three attempts. Yeah. Now, his threes were good. I like that. But I mean, his threes are his whole game and his blocks and steal. He had almost two blocks, a steal, a game it's three in the games. bubble. It's three games. I mean, and then – like if you if you plug in his stats into Basketball Reference, it's three games and he got hurt. Yeah, I'm buying all the Jaron Jackson Jr. stock. Just, just sell it to me. <laughs> He's buying in. I want to see more. I need to see it before I believe it. Yeah, but what, what, what if Coach is saying, I don't know, man, give it to Grace Allen on the wing instead of Jaron taking that three shot? You know. No, I'm buying all the stock. Fine, no. just sell it to if me <laughs> at a discount, and we'll see who's. That's fine. Who's a millionaire? I, he played the same. He played not even sixty games this year or last year. Well, and, and he was hurt. He was hurt in March when they yeah. when they went in. Well, that was his rookie shutdown. year again. He's he's not even. He's just twenty this year, and uh-huh. the season got shut down. Yeah. So so can he can he is this style a game that he's playing? Is it sustainable, and not get hurt I, every year? Dude, he's like, dude. I don't know the way he falls on the court he, all the time. Because he's playing, he's flailing at the rim. It's just, I, dude, Tim Duncan had a long career, right? He didn't play like Jaron. Tim Duncan, at one point in his career, was playing on one leg. Yeah. He, he wasn't flying through the air like Jaron does. <laughs> Look, is he, they, they said the same thing about Anthony Davis. He was always getting hurt. And Anthony Davis turned out to be a pretty good damn player. I'm not trying to be negative, but I need to see it. I need to see him get better as a basketball player. Yeah, he had three really good games in a bubble. I saw it, and it was exciting. And then it's like, oh, he's hurt again. And is that, did he get hurt because of the way he's playing? Or are these just, like, freak one-time things? I, I know he's a great player. Maybe he will. No, I, I, I get, is he going to get better? Is he going to be well, a he better has player? Next year, yeah. He has next year on his rookie contract, and then – He'll be extension eligible, eligible the following year, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. So, so, what do you think he's going to be? What do you think he's going to be worth, though? I mean, the Grizzlies have a history of paying guys like Jaron, Powell, Rudy, whoever, a max contract. So that's yeah. what he's going to get. They'll pay him to stay. Hundred. I don't know. What, I don't know what the rookie scale contract is going to be Mm-mm. for him, but whatever it is, the rookie scale extension, he'll get it. I mean, yeah, that's a, I, that's I, a predetermined I, number already. Mm-hmm. Look, I think the dude's good. I think he's got a, a huge, a tremendous upside. I mm-hmm. think the fact that he's seven footer, he hits a three, he can kind of he can bang down low and get those rebounds. I get uh I get that. I get that a hundred percent. You give this dude $120 million for five, six years, and all of a sudden he breaks his leg and he can't play again. What's gonna happen? <laughs> You're fucked all over again. 
you know? Well, I don't think, so, the, I think the Chandler Parsons comparisons to like, or at least like as far as with the franchise comparison is completely unfair. Like you have completely new management in there. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, I no. don't think that, that you can assume anything about that with Jaron Jackson. Right. Hey, I okay. know, I know Memphis is missing players. They lost a lot of games in the bubble. They're not even supposed to be there. They overachieved. They were supposed to win like 25 games or whatever. They got first year head coach. Their best yeah. players are three and under in years played. They lost those first two games, though, that they really couldn't afford to lose. Those first two or three games in the bowl, they really couldn't afford to lose those, and they lost them anyway with Jaron out there. Hey, I'll be watching next year. I need to see like Jaron play, not get hurt, and really improve his game. His game's got to get better. It has to. Look, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run. I, I gotta run, but I want to ask y'all something real quick. I've been watching the TV, and all they're talking about is the Pelicans, Pelicans, and the disappointment of the Pelicans. Then they're talking about, and then and then they're talking about, you know, just the Pelicans, and they're not saying much about the Grizzlies. They're saying, oh, the Grizzlies lost, like they expect us to lose. You know what I'm saying? And not to be there for the eighth or ninth seed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my question for y'all, real quick, is who's got a, who's got the better upside potential, the Grizzlies or the Pelicans, for like the future going forward? Yeah, where's your money? I like what the Pelicans have. Maybe the Grizzlies yeah. have an edge on coaching and upper management, but with Drew Holiday, Zion, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, they've got some. Yeah, that's an interesting question, Laddie. I don't know if either team really has an edge. Right now, it looks like Memphis. It's hard to say. It depends yeah. what Zion. It depends what Zion can do in the league, and how I, I, teams defend him. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, I think it all goes down a lot of it. Just bracing goes down to coaching. And uh, it kind of brought me to the point. I don't have enough time for this, but still, it's Alvin Gentry. Mm-hmm. Alvin Gentry's been in the league forever. And it just goes back to me saying that, like, it doesn't matter what your record is in the NBA or NFL or Major League Baseball. It really doesn't matter what your record is. If you're under a 500 coach, you're going to get a coaching job because you've done it before. And I think that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> I think it's absolute bullshit. I think the Pelicans have an awesome team. I think the Pelicans – I've seen Drew Holiday. To watch him live in person is fantastic. That dude is a big point guard who can run the floor. He's got good eyes. I think they've got everything that they need. I think they have a bad coach, and that's why they lost. And that's why they won't ever go anywhere because of their coach is always a sub-500 guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's one of these things that where – you know, the players make you for sure. Like LeBron James, come on, he did good. And, and I get it. But I just think it, it does go down to coaching. And the Grizzlies have a, a better coach in Taylor Jenkins. Even though it is his first year, I think he's already exceeded expectations. I think he's got these guys to buy in to his philosophy. And he's developed these guys like Brandon Clark like a champ. And you can just see it with Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen was in Utah getting some decent minutes, but he wasn't living up to the potential. Then we just throw him in there, and this kid starts running. I remember there was a play the other day. John Morant grabbed the ball. He went in. He threw it back out to the three to Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark threw it right back to Grayson Allen. He just nailed it for a three. They did the same play three other times within that quarter, or in that yeah, quarter, and boom, all of them were on point. I think, I think that the Grizzlies have a good upside because they have a better coach. Okay, fair enough. All right, and with that said, I got with that said, I got to run. So All I will right. see you guys. 
All right. Thanks, Lady. I, I gotta go feed. I, I gotta go feed first responders, man, and like frontline workers of the COVID. Good on you. You're a saint. Hey, man. You know what? They, people put them. People are, are, are they're working hard, so might as well go reward somebody for working hard. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thanks for fitting us in today, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> right on. Thanks. I'll see you guys. <laughs> All right, Lady. Yeah. All right, Bo. All right. Do you see where I'm coming from with Jaron at all? I I just think I know he's, he's great, man. I know he's a good player. I just think he's only 20. Like yeah, like I said, like Westbrook tore his meniscus. Shit happens. Yeah, but is this going to be a reoccurring theme with him? The way he plays. That's I don't. All. You know. I well. I'm just. Questioning I think he. It. If it, it let's say it is reoccurring, or or he has a couple other injuries. Like he's got the. He's his dad was a professional. NBA player. His dad played in the NBA. He's got the right mindset. He's got the right background to not just roll over and let this define his career. He he will rehab. He will he will work out, get stronger. Like he's going to do all the things to stay on the court. Mm-hmm. He's not a knucklehead. You know, he's not Michael Beasley. I get that. You know, like if and and so, even if he does get hurt all the time, like you know, he's going to go out there and play hard. So, yeah, yeah, you might lose the guy, but you better have a. Back. I mean, this is. I guess just, just a meniscus. Playing. Like Pal Gasol broke his damn navicular bone in his foot. Yeah, no kidding. Kevin Durant did that. Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. I mean, on and on and on. Yeah, I know shit happens. It's just so early in his career, and it's already he's averaging fifty something games a year. I don't know. Well, I think this year is not. I don't think it's fair to to use this year as an example. Yeah, but he was hurt in March going into the shutdown. Maybe he was close to coming back. I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably off. Maybe I'm being pessimistic about it. Maybe like I, I said, watch him. Send your, I'll buy all your Jaron Jackson stock. Maybe I watch him play and I cringe every time he flails at the rim or flops on the ground or takes a bad spill or is, mm-hmm. looks like he tweaks his knee. It's just like one thing after another. And I'm like, oh. Oh, like how long can you play it? Like, good thing he's twenty. If he was twenty-eight, that might he might be out of the game for three weeks because of that fall. You know? Yeah. I just I cringe a lot when I watch him play. I love his heart. I love his drive, and I, I, he's all over the place. I like him as a player. I'm not naive. I know he's a great player. It's just scary to watch him play sometimes. <laughs> It's not a matter you're just, of you're just worried about him being this, the height he is, and then playing that switch defense and running out the three point line, handling the know. ball, driving to the lane like a guard, trying to dunk on people and shit. It's like, oh, god. Yeah, I hear you. I just don't think I don't know if it's sustainable to play that way. Yeah, I hope it works out, but shit, man, you better have his backup. <laughs> We're gonna have to roll a backup, like a good backup for him. Maybe they can get uh, Wiseman in the draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe they'll make the playoffs and they won't be able to get Wiseman. Yeah. Either way. I'll be happy either way. They overachieved. Grizzlies overachieved. They not, did. Not sure if I have a lot more on Grizzlies. Mm. Yeah, I don't have much else. I mean, Dylan Brooks is getting a lot of heat to this week on the Grizz Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, I just don't think... They had much. They had to live and die by the Brooks, is what I thought, and they were going to lose anyway. So they might as well let somebody with irrational confidence just chuck it. <laughs> Morant's three point totals have been pretty bad too. Yeah, 
which is not surprising. He's not a good shooter, and defenses can collapse or let him just have it on the, actually on the three-point line and not give him the lane. Yeah, they lost. You know, it would have been nice if they had Tyus and Winslow through those first yeah. few games. I think they probably would have won some of those, with especially with Tyus. He's just he's a solid backup point guard. It's just bad timing for him to not be available. We'll see. It'll be fun. Uh, look, the Grizzlies got a couple more games. They just need to win one, and then they'll have the advantage in the play-in games, the playoff yeah. tourney. They should they should be able to hopefully get one more. I think so. We'll see. Especially like you know, if the Bucks rest their guys, or mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Or if Boston sits a couple guys, it's possible. Hey, we got to do. Uh, we got to pick our pick game for next week without Laddie. All right. The Kings are eliminated and the Pelicans. Let's watch that game. <laughs> yes, the Kings are eliminated. Pelicans are out. Let me find my schedule. Oh. Well, I, you know, I, honestly, I think that the pick game could, it could be. It's the 10th through the 16th. Or I guess, yeah. We could pick something, but then a like a more important pre-seeding, like pre-playing game might come up. Two, mm-hmm. the Mavs versus the Suns. That looks like a good one. So it's really it's only the tenth through the fourteenth. Yeah, Nuggets on on Friday. Let's go backwards. Nuggets Raptors. That doesn't matter really. Clippers Thunder. That might matter for some seating. None of those games really matter. Mavs Suns. Yeah, Mavs Suns looks good. Pacers Rockets. T.J. Warren. I want to. I kind of want to watch a T.J. Warren game. Blazers Mavs. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking just what t- teams do I just kind of want to watch going into the playoffs? Like as far as just an interesting game, like not even really thinking about seeding or anything. Like what game do I'm, am I just interested to watch the players? I kind of want to see what these Suns are all about. They could be eliminated by the 13th. They could be, but they're, I, don't, I think they want to have some momentum going into next season. So we can pick a Suns game. And if there's a an important playoff implication game, we could we could watch that or watch some of it. I'd hate to do another Blazers game. That'd be three in a row. Yes, it would be. But it's <laughs> that's playing like, good. That's the story, though. You know, like that Blazers Mavs game on the eleventh. That's tomorrow. That game stands out to me. Dallas is playing so good with Luca. He's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, Luca, man, he almost had another 30, 20, and 10. That guy plays hard. He's another guy that worries me. He gets banged up a lot. He plays so aggressively. He's so good. Yeah. Again, with the on the 12th, it's Wednesday, Pacers-Rockets game looks interesting. Suns-Mavs. We'll take the Portland game out. I don't, I can't do it. I can't. Ah, it's such a good one, though. Are we going to watch three straight Portland games? Uh, sure. <laughs> Are we going to watch the Mavs Suns and look at Luca and Booker? Take uh, We'll take Houston out. We'll not watch the Indiana-Houston game. What do you think? Portland-Dallas uh, or, or Dallas-Phoenix? I like Dallas-Phoenix, but the Portland-Dallas game probably has more implications. That's more of a that'll – be, that'll be a better game probably as far as – you know, Portland fighting for their lives, essentially. Let's just do Portland again. All right. 
Maybe I'll watch both of them. Good plan. I'm going to watch that Mavs-Suns game. But our official pick game will be Portland again. Portland versus Dallas on the 11th. That's Tuesday. That game is at 5 o'clock. I believe that's Eastern time. Don't know if it's on TV. Portland versus Dallas. That's going to be a good game. Both of those will be good, but that's, yeah. that's a good one. And we it's always to fun to watch. Yeah. Luca. And you've got the matchup inside, Nurkic versus Porzingis. Let's see if Gary Trent Jr. can keep it up. He's been their shining star. God, he's been good. He's been their X factor, you know. The Suns, though, you know, while we are talking about the Suns, and we do have a Suns game next week, can you figure out why they're winning? No. I, you know, I think Rubio's good, obviously. Devin Booker has meaningful games to play for, so I think they're coached well with Monty Williams. DeAndre Ayton, we've all kind of forgotten about, but he's, mm-hmm. I mean, he was the number one pick for a reason. And then they, Baines has been out, right? And Kelly Oubre Jr.'s been out. Who's been their... Cam Johnson's getting minutes on the wing. I don't know. Maybe it's just the Devin Booker show. I guess that's that's what it is. And then they have competent, you know, Rubio's a good defender. He's not a good shooter, but Booker makes up for that. Mikel Bridges. I, they're good. They're good players. Yeah. The bubble has been fun. What can you say? All of their guys, I'm looking at it. So, like, Dario. Yeah, and Dario's on there. He's good. He's 25. Devin's 23. Kelly Oubre Jr. hasn't been playing, but he's 24. DeAndre's 21. Mikel's 23. They're all in this like 23 to 20, or 21 to 24 range. We've got Javon Carter down there. He's 24. They're all in their mid-20s, you know, two or three more years. The Suns team is going to be looking pretty good if they can keep it together and keep getting better. Um, they just signed Cameron Payne. We know him. He's from Memphis. Yeah. I just tried to move my computer screen like a touch screen. It does not work that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think one of the key things with the Suns being able to win, is it is a little coaching, but I think one of the overlooked things that I haven't seen or heard from anybody is Ricky Rubio. Jacob Rubio, yeah. I think he's influential on these young guys. Rubio's 29 years old. He's a veteran. He's a player I believe in. I think his influence rubbed off on Donovan Mitchell and the guys in Utah. I think maybe he's working with and rubbing off on Devin Booker a little bit. Devin's playing a little more at the two, kind of like Donovan Mitchell, where he's kind of a point guard, but he's also playing at the two. It comes as no surprise. Utah struggled a little bit this year. Conley struggled, whereas if they had Rubio, it probably, I think they, Utah would be a little bit stronger of a team. Conley's playing better now, but he really struggled early in the year. I think Rubio has that effect on people. I think people really like him. He's a good guy to have around, for sure. Like in your locker room, practicing. And I think he's just really good with people. I think people like being around him. I think he's competitive as hell. I think he's rubbing off on some of those Suns guys. Maybe Booker is the new Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. I think there's something to that. It's my Ricky Rubio conspiracy theory. And yeah, I mean, he was in Minnesota. Everybody loves him, loves him here. Yeah. He's a solid solid point guard, you know. It's going to get you double-digit scoring and 10 assists a game. I think Rubio, we're gonna, I'm going to watch that Suns game. 
I got to watch one damn Sun game, Suns game this week. But that won't tell me what I need to know about Rubio, though. That's You'd have to like be around him to know what's going on there if you wanted to prove it, that it's that Rubio is kind of the reason this Suns team is all of a sudden doing really well. I don't know. I think there's something there, Boyer. I think I agree. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot left here. All right. We got our pick game stuff. We talked a little Grizz. Have you seen any good movies or TV shows this week? I'm trying to think if we've watched it. I don't think we've been watching much TV this week. It's been kind of keeping the kids up till nine and then finally getting them down at around then. And I've been watching basketball when I can. Um, no. I watched a movie. Watched that new Seth Rogen movie. It's called An American Pickle. Yeah, how was that? It's okay. It's not not terrible. Rogan plays two parts where he plays like a great granddad and a great grandson. Oh yeah. Okay. So he I guess the great grandfather falls into a pickle brine, but he doesn't drown. He wakes up a hundred years later. So it's kinda like a it's like a modern day Encino man situation. Seth Rogen as a Jewish Borat is an American pickle. There are some funny parts, like when uh, they're making fun of Williamsburg hipsters and shit. It's pretty funny. It's a good movie, I guess. I don't know if I'll really want to rewatch it or anything. It's uh, They throw in a little trading spaces at the end, a little vice versa. It's mm-hmm. a little bit It's a little bit like uh, Father Like Son. Yeah. You know? It looks. I'm looking at the so the pictures of it. Looks good. I don't know. It was okay. It was, it was fun to watch a new movie that came out. You know, nothing's really coming out. So yeah, it was fun to just have something to watch. I think that'll pretty much do it for the week, Bo. You got anything you want to add? Anything you want to leave us on? Not off the top of my head. Yeah. Chicago's about to get hit with some storms. It says 80 mile an hour winds. Take cover, Chicago. Damn, I saw, I was watching the end of that White Sox game last night, and it was raining its ass off, and extra Yeah, it rained like crazy here last night, too. We got like an inch and a half of rain, which we needed. Shit. We could use some rain down here. We got basketball to watch. The damn ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. Yep. Florida. I don't know, let's try to look out for stuff that's worth talking about for next week. Let's do it. Yeah, the weeks go fast with these kids, man. Yeah, they go fast. There's so much action every day in the NBA. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. (laughs) What a problem to have. I know, right? Went from no basketball to all the basketball. Well, that'll pretty much do it from us. All right, Jeff. Thanks, Bo. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. We appreciate the support. Go Grizz. Win a game. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. We'll see you. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
forget. 